let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. KFI AM 640. You're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Doug McIntyre in for John and Ken on KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And uh, happy to be with you. And hopefully if you're snaking your way back from the mud at uh, Burning Man, I uh, hope you made it out alive. You know it's a slow, by the way, holiday uh, weekend when uh, hippie wannabes stuck in the mud at Burning Man is the lead story everywhere. <laughs> it's kind of funny, though. <laughs> it is, Eric. But this is, uh, by the way, Sandy Wells is with us as well, my old pal Sandy Wells. How are you? Hey, what's good to see you, Doug? Every time I come into KFI, it's like, it's like old timers day, especially when I'm here. Anyway, the point is, when you work on a holiday, and I've worked many, many, I've worked every holiday. Uh, in radio. Uh, and people, first of all, they say, well, why why do you want to work Labor Day? Because when you work at a radio station on a holiday, it's fantastic. It's like a scavenger hunt for narcotics. You get to go through all the sales guys' desks and you get to go see what Ken's taking, for instance. You find, you know, it's fantastic. And then you can sell it in the men's room next door. I definitely walked around to before the show started to see if there was any food lying around. Uh, there, there, there is food. I, I, Michelle showed me the, the food desk. If you guys want to know where it's at. Oh, oh yeah. Well, the, you, the don't, door, yeah. Don't bogart the snacks, Sandy Wells, please. But, uh, uh, I, you know, so having worked every holiday known to man, uh, another thing that I've observed about the news cycle, that it's very quiet today. I mean, literally, for most of the day, the big story was uh, people stuck in the mud at Burning Man. And by the way, that's one place... I'll be stuck a lot of places in this life, 
But being stuck at Burning Man under any conditions, sunshine or rain and mud, is not going to happen because when you're as pale as I am, a Burning Man, I can get, I could become Burning Man just by opening the refrigerator and the glow from the light bulb will incinerate me. So I'm not going to Burning Man, not now, not ever. But uh, that was a big story, and it's an insight into how pleasant life could be if the troublemakers would simply take long weekends. Because that's what's missing. What's missing are the politicians. What's missing are the professional disturbers of the peace. And uh, Sandy, you will remember this. I created my own cabinet-level position many years ago called the Secretary of Knock It Off. Yes, I remember that. And the Secretary well. of Knock It Off should be an official cabinet post, and their job would be to, like, the people who want to sue to take down manger scenes and menorahs out of parks at the holidays because they want a, an absolutist separation of church and state. It's just, you're just stirring the stick in the trouble pot. You're not adding anything uh, that contributes to the peace and tranquility of mankind. So you just issue an order from the secretary to knock it off, and then you, we can move on to something that actually matters. Well, th these holidays, when the lead story of things like people stuck in the mud because it rained in Nevada, and now the Burning Man fizzled, and there's Chris Rock in the back of a pickup truck wearing a Knicks jacket, and that's the big story. And now the guy from, from uh, Smash Mouth died, and that's the big, people are still absorbing the loss of Jimmy Buffett. And uh, those are the big stories. And, and it just shows you that most of what, irritates us and raises our blood pressure in the news is completely by choice that people are choosing to advance agendas to make you crazy because here we are barbecue recipes that's what we're going to do on labor day get those s'mores out anyway it is labor day half the uh, city is on strike and uh, the other half is about to be on strike uh, and this is actually more than LA this is this is uh, nationwide. The UAW, the United Auto Workers Union, is talking about going on strike. And I saw this story, and this struck me. Uh, I don't know how much uh, weight you want to give this particular poll. It's from something called One Poll. And it says the average American employee has not received a raise at their current job in the last three years. Now, if that's true, then you can certainly understand why people are... Uh, taken to the sidewalks and taken to the picket lines because inflation certainly hasn't taken off the last three years. Uh, gas prices, as you know, you're out there, you're stuck in a car right now. You know, gas prices have spiked again and uh, people are, you know, trying to, uh, you know, look for the causes of that saying we're not drilling enough oil. We're not doing this. We're not doing that. You have to remember when we had those steep uh, cuts in gas prices, uh, when Donald Trump was president, most of that was caused, almost all of it was caused by COVID, by the COVID shutdown. The Western economy cratered. And guess what? You shut down all the factories and no one's driving to work and the trucks are off the road. There's not a big demand for gasoline. So the prices fell. And once everything opened up again, gas prices started to spike. But that aside, you can uh, you know have the argument over the politics of energy policy from now until the second coming. The bottom line is, when fuel prices are high, everything goes up. Every single thing that we buy, every service relies on truck transportation or transportation of some sort, which means it's an inherent inflationary cause. We all know this. So are salaries, by the way. Labor costs are expensive. But this is where you get into the circular firing squad on Labor Day that needs to be talked about. 
as inflation continues to hammer people, then uh, workers want more money. They need it to survive. And if they don't get a raise, they start cutting back on spending, which then puts uh, recessionary prices on the economy. So, look, I got a BA in English. It's over my uh, pay grade. The point is, though, that it's gotten very, very expensive. Anybody who's been anywhere uh, going out to lunch, going to a bacon and egg place, you can, can't get out of there for less than 25, 30 bucks. It's crazy. And I saw this story as another shoe, and that is that uh, you, there's only one model car right now. It's a piece of the L.A. Times that says for $20,000, car buyers are down to one option. That apparently the Mitsubishi Mirage has a list price under $20,000, and that's it. And I was trying to think about this. If I've ever paid more than $20,000 for a car, and I'm not sure I have, being the tightwad that I am. And, of course, I'm at the point now where I buy used cars and I drive them until they die. I might put $20,000 in repairs into it, but I don't know that I've actually ever sat down and, and you know, had a stroke while writing a check for $20,000 plus bucks for a car. But when a cheap car is twenty k, which used to be the price of a house, you uh, there's a lot of pressure on people to survive, especially in this part of the world where everything is expensive. And this, by the way, has a direct connection to the homeless crisis because uh, the adults who run policy around here think that they're going to build cheap housing and somehow house the unhoused. But you can't build cheap housing on expensive land. And we don't have any cheap land in Southern California. Uh, even toxic waste sites are expensive. So the bottom line is, is that it's a, it's a dream to think that you're going to build cheap housing on expensive land or cheap anything in Southern California, which is why a lot of younger families and people who want to have families are packing up and they're doing the reverse Beverly Hillbillies. They're packing up the truck and moving from Beverly because you can get a lot more house and a lot more lifestyle in other places, especially as jobs have scattered uh, due to the ability to work remotely, etc. So it's Labor Day. We got obviously the SAG after strike continues. The uh, Writers Guild strike continues. There's no sight in and uh, no sight uh, on the horizon to the end of this. It's really looking like both of those strikes could spill into 2024, which is a disaster. Uh, for the industry, it's a disaster. For the writers, it's a disaster. For the actors, and it's a disaster for all of the thousands of people who are just, you know, collateral damage. The below-the-line craftspeople who work on sets in the industry, and all of the feeder businesses, the little luncheonettes and food trucks, etc., that uh, cater to uh, the industry, dry cleaners, paint shops. There's so many people uh, within the sound of my voice whose uh, incomes are affected by these kinds of work stoppages. And now we've got healthcare workers. Do you know that there's a scientist union and the scientist union in California is talking about uh, strike talks? State scientists begin strike authorization vote. Now, I didn't know that the California Association of Professional Scientists, uh, by the way, I, I guarantee you we wouldn't understand their picket signs. I went to see Oppenheimer. I'm going to talk about that later on. I had no idea what they were talking about. Great movie, but I had no idea what he was talking about. 5,300 rank-and-file managerial-level scientists in state government announced its strike authorization vote on Tuesday after the board of directors unanimously approved it over the weekend. 
They're seeking raises of 30 to 40 percent to address what they say are longtime pay disparities within their unit and between their counterparts in engineering positions. So there you got another strike action. I don't know what the state scientists actually do, but uh, they may be on picket lines uh, next to the writers and the actors. Uh, it'll be easy to tell who the scientists are. They'll be the ones bumping into in, bumping into walls wearing thick glasses. Uh, so we got a lot to talk about today, including uh, today is L.A.'s birthday. Did you know that, Sandy Wells? I didn't. We are 242 years old. Wow, that. so old. I know. Uh, and New York City is going to pot. I'll talk about that. And unfriending people can actually be hazardous to your health. And so can voting. All of that this hour. Doug McIntyre in for John and Ken. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Doug McIntyre in for John and Ken. And uh, lots to talk about uh, this hour, including uh, how unfriending and voting can both be hazardous to your health. I will explain later on, so stick with us. So happy birthday, Los Angeles. Today is the 242nd birthday of the City of Angels. So happy birthday. And by the way, if you looked around, I would say L.A. looks about, well, it's 230, not 242. It's had some work done. A little Botox here and there. And uh, it's looking pretty good. Actually, it's not looking good. But that's Parfum, uh, of course, out here, Doug. Yeah, drive around, man. I got to say, I was in Boston recently. And uh, Boston's an ancient city. Goes back to the 1600s. And it's got terrible weather. It's got January and February. And everything was clean. And the roads were paved everywhere, all over the place. Even in industrial sectors, there was no litter. And then I got back and said, man, this is embarrassing. And in fact, that's one of the things we're going to talk about when we get into Oppenheimer next hour. So stick with us. Um, and during that East Coast swing, by the way, uh, I was in New York for a couple of days and I had noticed this the last time I was there. Uh, but it really hit home on this trip that every place that I went in Manhattan. Right. And I'm talking about tourist, you know, ground zero, uh, Times Square, you know, Herald Square, Macy's, you know, all the places that people go. Broadway, uh, there was a cloud of pot smoke hanging over the entire city all the time. Uh, there's, you know, flea bag hotel that we stayed in for about 40 minutes. Uh, guy smoking dope on the steps to the hotel, got in the elevator to go up to the room when we decided we're not staying here. Uh, it's just reeked of pot. The uh, tennis players at the U.S. Open were complaining that the uh, tennis courts during the U.S. Open tournament smelled like, and I do like this quote, definitely smells like Snoop Dogg's living room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a huge cloud of smoke over everywhere. It's, it's, uh, it's all over the city. And, you know, I, I'm not, I don't want to be a prude about this, but I, I, but I have noticed over the years how pot smoking, for whatever reason, is cool. Uh, it is considered cool. Maybe the way booze was back in the Rat Pack days when Sinatra and Dean Martin were, you know, uh, or, or, you know, back in the, uh, I don't know, during the during Prohibition when speakeasies where all the hip people were and where the, the flappers were hanging out, all the hot chicks were there with the past where they say swordfish and they get to go into the speakeasy. But uh, nobody today would think somebody walking down the street at eight o'clock in the morning drinking out of a brown paper bag is cool. You know, if you have a, you know, a, a tall boy and you're knocking back a 16 ounce can of Cult 45 
before school. No one's saying, you know, that guy's the guy I want to emulate. But for some reason, you go into any comedy club or you go basically anywhere in the pop culture and, the, and, and just mention pot or smoking pot and it, there's automatic laughter and applause. Wasn't it like that with cigarettes, though, back in the day? Uh, yeah, well, everybody smoked. The cool people were totally the smokers, absolutely. I mean, Humphrey Bogart without cigarettes. Of course, what did he died at 56 from lung cancer. Well, and they had Joe Camel as like an actual commercial right. mascot. Yeah, you got to have kids. You know, you got to start them young, the way we start them on sugar. Uh, so, it, but it is totally taken root now that we legalize pot. In a city, I think it's more noticeable in the East Coast cities, specifically in New York, because there's so many people on the street. And of course, Nobody cares. Nobody's enforcing any kind of it is still illegal, by the way, like open consumption of alcohol. It's illegal to be smoking pot on the streets of, of cities, but nobody enforces it. And guess what? It's going to get even more so because HHS, Health and Human Services, just made one of the most consequential federal announcements ever concerning cannabis prohibition. The agency formally recommended cannabis be moved from Schedule 1 of the Controlled Substance Act, a classification for drugs that have a high potential for abuse and no recognized medicinal value, to much less restrictive Schedule 3. Now, by the way, this is long, long overdue because lumping pot in with crystal meth and, you know, heroin didn't really make any sense. And maybe it's a road to bringing some reforms to the pot business, which is a multi-billion dollar industry now, because right now, currently, if you go past any of those pot places, uh, including that one that's on Topanga uh, near Ventura Boulevard, it's sort of like the Neiman Marcus of pot stores. The atrium? I think, is that the name? I yeah, noticed you knew name. where I, yeah, you knew which way, <laughs> yeah, you knew, Eric, you knew exactly what I was talking about. It's, it's, it's like the, uh, the Neiman Marcus of, uh, of pot stores. And uh, they've got armed guards because they can't use credit cards because the banking laws don't allow the pot business to use the traditional banking channels. The federal laws, by keeping it as a classified Schedule One drug, they can't participate. So there's a lot of there's drugs and there's money in these locations. And that's why they got to have armed guards, because obviously it's an easy place to knock, knock over and grab cash and drugs, two things that are extremely popular with criminals. So this might move the pot industry that has uh, spread around the country, the legal pot industry, to a little bit more, a little less of the Wild West that it currently is. But I do think that we're going to, at some point, have to confront the uh, concept of a significant percentage of the population going through their days high. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, when you consider how little learning, how little reading, writing, arithmetic is going on as it is uh, between the various agendas that take up so much school time and other uh, mandates, and holidays and teacher advancement and all of these things that take place during a school year and just days that are off that the rest of the world doesn't have, especially kids in Asia who go to school much more than ours do. And then you throw into it that a lot of kids go to school high and a lot of workers go to school stoned or go to work stoned or just come home from work stoned. And I, I used to see that when I was a young, uh, I caught the tail end when I was still living in New York. I caught the tail end of the Mad Men era on the Long Island Railroad. You take the Long Island Railroad, 1978, 79, 
And the guys who are aging out of the workforce were all those guys that were in that show, Mad Men, wearing fedoras and trench coats with briefcases, no shoulder straps. And they'd go to a bar car on the Long Island Railroad. They catch in the 516 to Syosset. They're having three martinis at lunch, four beers on the train. And you couldn't see from one end of the train to the other. There was so much cigarette and cigar smoke in the train. You literally couldn't see from one end of the train to the other. But meanwhile, the family never saw daddy sober. You know, <laughs> so what you're saying is nothing's changed, right? Well, I'm just saying that it. We did. We got better. We cleared up the cigarette smoke and the cigar smoke. People aren't knocking back three martinis at lunch anymore. So we had a few years there where it seemed like okay, we're heading in the right direction, and now we've gone right back to where we were. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print, or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Coming up, uh, Dodger uh, pitcher Julio Urias is in uh, trouble again, apparently arrested on domestic uh, allegations of uh, domestic abuse. No bueno. And that uh, would be the second time. Uh, so we'll talk about that in just a bit. Uh, Taylor Swift is now a big-time movie star. We'll explain that in the ABC ESPN blackout. So all that coming up, I want to remind you, by the way, if you are a reader of books and stuff, on September 24th, I'm going to be at uh, Barnes & Noble in Burbank uh, pitching my novel, Frank Shadow, and love to see you if you want to come out there from 2 to 4 p.m. That's Sunday, uh, September 24th. So come on out to Burbank, and we'll uh, talk books. Uh, and if you want to get a signed copy, by the way, you can go to my website, DougMcIntyre.com, and I'd be happy to uh, ship you a book. Uh, personally inscribed. How about that? 
So I saw this story, a couple of stories that on the surface aren't related, but um, uh, I thought that they were fascinating. And one says that uh, this headline really caught my attention. Four in 10 Americans don't have a best friend. So, you know, I don't know if you're a big mouth in this business, you get unfriended a lot. You need to start mouthing off about political issues and people are unfriending you left and right. I'm not talking about getting kicked off a social media platform or blocked on a social media platform. I'm talking about people who literally don't have anybody that they can pick up the phone and just yak with, get it off their chest, share a laugh, et cetera. And uh, scientists, uh, people have studied this, have found that it really uh, hurts your health. And it's particularly beneficial for people uh, who are older. And I find that as I get older, I value my childhood friends even more than I did when I was a kid, when they're really important to you, because they're the only thing you got outside the teachers and your parents, right? That's your world. Uh, you don't have uh, colleagues at work and casual acquaintances. You pretty much got the kids in your class. But as you get older and the world continues to change, and it seems to change faster and faster in the digital age, uh, the people you grew up with, those longtime friends, have tremendous value because there's a shared history. There's, a, there's the cultural touchstones that you experience and so much of the pop culture has passes you by to the point where you have no idea who's on the Grammys. You have no idea who those people are. Every once in a while, they'll drag out Paul Simon or somebody for a lifetime achievement. But other than that, you have no idea who these people are. You have to work really hard to stay up with it. And then most of the time, you give it a chance and you go, I have no idea what this is about. It's not for me. But it's it actually has a profound impact on life expectancy and quality of life if you have friends and particularly close friends. I mean, you're not going to have a million close friends. But most people say when you're a kid, you have a best friend. And if you're lucky, you hang on to that person uh, throughout life. And losing a best friend is, uh, is a disaster for a lot of people socially. Uh, and I saw this story in the L.A. Times. It was a page one story, so you may have seen it. Those of you who still get papers. Uh, and it was a column one story about... People who skip the uh, self-checkout at the grocery store uh, so that they can talk to the cashiers. Now, before your blood boils, because we've all been stuck behind that person who not only has the coupons that they don't pull out of the purse until after everything's been rung up, instead of telling the cashier up front, I'm going to use some coupons and here they are, then breaks out the checkbook and doesn't start writing Ralph's or Gelson's until everything's been rung up as if the store they're shopping in, it comes as a shock to them. And meanwhile, cobwebs are growing on your ice cream has already melted through the cart and is running all over the floor. And your blood pressure is now 240 over 80 uh, because it's, you know, who's got time for this? But this L.A. Times article is fantastic because it says in an age of increased isolation, some skip self-service for friendly faces. That's fine. Have all the friendly faces you want, but don't hold everybody else up, please. Uh, years ago, decades ago, actually, I worked uh, briefly on Cape Cad in West Yamath uh, at a little tiny radio station called WOCB, AM and WSOX FM. And on a good day, if the wind was right, you could hear it in the parking lot. But uh, there was a town on the north side of the Cape called uh, Dennis, Massachusetts. Not was, it's still there. It's been there since like 1640. 
but uh, they didn't have home delivery of the mail. And all of a sudden, the town was a buzz. It was the biggest story imaginable 40 years ago when the post ser Postal Service announced that they were going to start home delivery of mail into the town of Dennis and West Dennis. And the people went crazy in opposition. They did not want the mail brought to their houses because, as it turns out, the social center of those little Cape Cod towns was the post office. Everybody would go down to the post office and pick up their mail and they'd run into Sarah or Clarence or the guy who has the lobster pots and the guy who repairs oars or whatever they do there. And uh, they'd visit with one another. And they actually lobbied to get home delivery of their mail canceled. Now, the reason I bring this up is because if you are counting on a chat with the checkout person at Alpha Beta or at Whole Foods or at any of those places, you know, Trader Joe's where everybody's very friendly, they all but ask for your phone number at the end of each purchase, uh, then you have to really wonder how isolated have you become. And it's easy to get isolated in modern America, especially in Southern California, where so many people have moved here from somewhere else. And this, by the way, has a direct connection to why there's so many homeless here, because people relocate from other parts of the country and oftentimes the world to chase some kind of a dream or just for a geographic relocation to put some miles maybe between themselves and their past for whatever traumas happened there. But then when they start to fall through the cracks, there's no one to help them out. There's no family safety net. You know, uh, you know, Uncle Carl's hit hard times. You'll take him in for a couple of weeks and give him some sofa time until he gets on his feet. But if there's nobody there to do that, then they can easily end up either living a life on the streets or a life alone in terrible social isolation. And it is one of the ironies of the digital age where we have all of these communication devices. But there are still people, many, many people who live and walk amongst us who are essentially living solitary lives. You might see them in the hallway of your building and nod to them, or you see them across the street, uh, you know, picking up a newspaper out of the driveway or whatever. Uh, but it's reflected in things like chatting at the grocery checkout line because that's their interpersonal relationship for the day. And by the way, it's where they make lots and lots of enemies. Because who in the world has time to stand behind somebody while they're catching up with the person working the checkout counter and telling them about, you know, how the kitty cats are doing? Uh, and that, uh, you know, near-do-well nephew that never sends a thank you note for the $5 check you send them on their birthday, like Sandy Wells. Not that I'm pointing any fingers, Sandy, but I've heard stories. Anyway, it's 144. Uh, when we come back... Uh, $75, I was I try it? to be nice to my nephew. Wow, that's pretty For his good. birthday, yeah. Boy, I wish I was nicer to you. Maybe I get one of those checks. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Doug McIntyre in for John and Ken. I'll be here till uh, 4 o'clock. Chris Merrill in for Tim Conway Jr. that day. And it is uh, the end of Labor Day weekend. Hopefully you're snaking your way back successfully from wherever it was you evacuated uh, and that includes Burning Man. And uh, another bad news story for the Dodgers. Uh, Julio Urias uh, busted apparently on Sunday night 
last night, 11.09 p.m. near Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard at Hoover Street. Apparently, he was in attendance of that LAFC game against Inter-Miami with Messi coming to Hollywood. All the celebrities were out for that. And he was booked into an LAPD jail facility, later released on $50,000 bond, allegedly for domestic violence. Now, this would be a second, if this turns out to be true, a second incident with Urias. Uh, Urias, excuse me. No, no charges, no charges a, filed the first time. That's correct. Yep. He was suspended, though, I think, for what, 20, 20 games, games or something like 20 that, 20 games Eric? in 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Because he violated the uh, domestic violence policy of MLB. Right. It's different when you work for a private company, exactly. even if you don't break the law. Correct. And, of course, given the uh, history that the Dodgers had with Trevor Bauer and that disaster and the millions that they ended up uh, paying him for not pitching for the Dodgers uh, after his incidents, which apparently the, uh, you know, the DA's office felt they couldn't prove was anything other than consensual. Kinky, perhaps. Odd, perhaps. But uh, they didn't want to make... A criminal case out of it uh so and that's still working its way through the courts he's still asking baseball to be readmitted to mlb but uh this is another incident obviously a huge distraction and a loss to the team and more significantly it's it's if it's true and again this is a, an allegation at this point it's not proven but if it turns out to be true uh, the young man needs some help here there's, well, there's something going on there that needs to be addressed. The know? Dodgers have posted on Twitter that they're aware of an incident involving Julio Urias, and he is not with the team as it heads off for a six-game road trip. And uh, the organization has no further comment at this time, and it's a tough, you know, look, these are public figures. Anytime anything happens to a celebrity of any ilk, it becomes a news story, including health issues, by the way, that would be a, a criminal violation in the regular walk of life because it would be HEPA laws violations. But uh, this is what happens. And obviously, in, in the Dodgers heading to the playoffs with another great season behind them, it's, it's a... It's a story, especially given the uh, previous incident when he was a much younger man. Uh, you would hope that this would be something that would be in his past. But now, as he heads into free agency, by the way, this is going to be a big, a real uh, career problem for Julio. And not to mention what's going on in the house, which I have no insight into, so I will refrain from comment. Meanwhile, Taylor Swift in addition to helping save the American economy, along with Beyonce on this Eras tour, is apparently a huge movie star because missing no opportunity uh, to please her fans and to rake in a few more millions. In addition to this incredibly lucrative tour, uh, she filmed the concert and I guess it's one of the hottest tickets in movie land. Uh, where people can go in and watch the entire concert, and the tickets sold out like instantaneously. Uh, so on top of everything else, $26 million she made in pre-sales within the first 24 hours, beating the previous first-day pre-sale record for Spider-Man No Way Home, which did $16.9 million. This is AMC reporting this. So she, they sold $26 million in advance uh, for people to come in and see her concert at 568 locations around the country. And uh, girlfriend's got it going, doesn't she, boy? Uh, everything she touches doesn't turn to gold. It turns to platinum or uh, turns to a gallon of gas, uh, whichever you consider to be the most valuable commodity these days. Meanwhile, ABC, Disney, and ESPN, if you uh, are a, a Charter Spectrum a customer, which I am, 
and you flip on ABC or any of the ESPN channels, including like ESPN 43, we can watch, you know, curling or those sports, you know, uh, highlight cornhole, you know, whatever they got going on there. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, I thought highlight was Jolly Ali. I didn't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> I see this. They they had a highlight fronton up in Connecticut somewhere. You're driving up I-95. You'd see that it says highlight fronton next exit. And I didn't know what it was. I said Jolly Ali, which shows you how uh, how uh, what what kind of connection we had to that sport as a kid. But uh, it's a blackout. You go there and it's just got this uh, slate up that says, oh, there's, uh, you know, in our ongoing efforts to keep costs under control. This is uh, Spectrum uh, saying this. Charter Communications, for some time, we have not yet agreed on a new market-based agreement, according to Disney. And, you know, it's interesting that this is happening on Labor Day because everything associated with the entertainment industry now <laughs> seems to be in free fall, except for, you know, tickets, sales for uh, Taylor Swift and Barbie. Uh, you, you've got the strikes are are dragging on with no end in sight and probably spilling into 2024. And we'll talk with actress uh, Penny Pizer next hour about that, by the way, the latest. And and you've got issues like this where the cable industry is falling apart as people continue to cut the cord. And then Congress is still talking about having a la carte uh, subscription services where you can just pick and choose the channels you want, which I'd be 100% in favor of because of the 800 channels we've got, I use about six of them, maybe four, six on a good day, uh, but most of the time four. So uh, there's just incredible pressures and the environment, the economic environment is changing so rapidly that I don't even, and I think this is one of the biggest issues presenting uh presenting itself to both the AMPTP, the studios, and the unions that are negotiating with the AMPTP is I don't think anybody knows what's going to, what the world's going to look like in three years. That people are negotiating a contract where technology and consumer trends are changing so dramatically that the thing you negotiate today may be completely invalid in 18 months. And that's one of the, and there's a schism within the uh, the studio system because Netflix is one thing and Disney is one thing, but Amazon Prime is a whole other thing and Apple is a whole other thing. I mean, Amazon sells everything. They're selling paper towels and, you know, the, and toilet bowl brushes. So, you know, you know, the streaming series that they produce is like one tiny piece of the puzzle. So they don't they have a whole different interest than, you know, you know, Paramount or, 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 you know, Sony. So anyway, uh, that complexity continues. In the meantime, uh, we'll keep an eye on this uh, Dodger story as well, because that's a big local story to say the least. And once again, pointing out that uh, fame does not necessarily mean that everything in your life is perfect. All right, let's go get some perfect news uh, from the KFI 24 hour newsroom. And here is Sandy Wells. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and Logic. Love and Logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give Love & Logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love & Logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com.